Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Would you? We love a pause in the action. That's right. I, I didn't know whether to start talking or wait or what. Um, Dre, would you consider this to be a very productive weekend for Arkansas Razorback recruiting, particularly for football? Well, you can throw in basketball's late yeah. blocker. Yeah. Well, yeah, late blocker too. You can't overlook that one. That's a that's a huge one and. You know, it is interesting. They've got 35% of their 17 football commitments in the month of June. Now, I remember Danny wrote an article prior to June just kind of laying out recent history. So, hey, this is going to be a big, big month. And uh, I think Friday's show, we kind of talked about that too. Hey, there's mm-hmm. there's going to be some guys probably coming over the weekend. Tried to be a little bit vague. Didn't want to commit for anybody. But, um, yeah, it was a nice weekend. And then – uh, I don't think they're done either. I think there's there's more coming down the line. Just talking with Danny about it and um, Christian Ford, uh, safety out of McKinney, Texas, six foot, 185 pounder. Uh, R.J. Johnson is a guy that we've talked about a lot about. Um, uh, six two, 180 pound athlete, probably going to play cornerback. Danny thinks he's probably closer to about six three. Um, they got Alex Sanford out of Oxford, Mississippi. Pulled him away from Ole Miss in Oxford, Mississippi. A six three two hundred, yeah, isn't that nice? Six three two hundred forty pound linebacker. Uh, I believe we'd already talked about Ian Jaffard. Jaffard, there's a sneaky R in there. It's kind of a hard name to say, but he he'd committed before this. But six six three fifty. But another, you know, pretty recent commitment. And then Stephen Johnson, I guess probably was, I think he was the last guy to commit uh, on Sunday. Six three three hundred thirty pound. Um, defensive lineman and so now you know just on the defensive line you've got steven johnson who goes 6'3 330 pounds i mean defensive line by the in, interior guys uh ian jaffard 6'6 350 pounds so you're getting pretty big <laughs> just on the on the defensive interior uh and then they you know they've got other guys carson dean could play linebacker or defensive end and caleb james probably maybe a guy i think he'll probably be a defensive end too quincy rhodes out of north little rock also 6'5 250 pound edge guy and um i don't think they're done on the defensive line at all you had you had 11 official visitors in this weekend danny told me he gets those memories you get like Facebook memories and stuff like that, stuff you were doing. He got something from seven years ago. He said, apparently, back in June, seven years ago, I used to do a lot of fishing. Uh, and that doesn't happen anymore because the recruiting calendar has changed. Uh, but uh, this was the last big kind of hurrah weekend uh, for Arkansas recruiting until, um, well, the dead period starts in July. So uh, it gets gets a little bit quieter. And then, I mean, I've already booked my flight to Atlanta. Have you guys? <laughs> no. I, I leave that Randy's up to Trey. I, I, I don't Coming know if he's soon. booked our flights or not. But uh, yeah. for soon. clarification, I have not yet booked my trip to Atlanta for the SEC championship game. But SEC Media Days is in Atlanta yeah. this year. So for anybody that, going, wow, that's bold, yeah. Trey. That, it's for a schedule. I knew, I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> well, I had to think about it when you said that. My first thought was, really? You, you yeah. Know no, I, I knew what he was talking about. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's in Atlanta for the second time. It's been in 
Hoover, Alabama forever uh, until except for one year they had in Atlanta. I think COVID year, I believe it was supposed to be in Atlanta too then, wasn't it? Yes. Or was that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, you're right. So this is kind of the, I guess, a makeup and um, for that. But uh, Atlanta's a fun place to visit for a little while. It's going to be hot, but it'll be fun. I am reserving my enthusiasm for Atlanta until I see the setup for Radio Row. Oh, yeah. That was not Radio Row. That was, uh, yeah. we were packed in there like sardines on top of each other. That was like uh, Radio Room, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was madness in there trying to shout and scream so you could be heard. But anyway, I'm I'm withholding my enthusiasm <laughs> for the moment. But, you know, Trey, one, one thing about what is going on on the uh, football recruiting is one common thread. Have you noticed that? And that is the big. state of Georgia. Oh, Georgia, yeah. yeah I thought you were going to say big, and I was like, yeah. Well, okay, uh, <laughs> that's, that's true too. But I'm saying mm-hmm. the state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and I've got connections to, to the state of Georgia. I've got a ton of family over there and lived in Wrightsville, Georgia, not too long ago, 20-something years ago. I, li- I spent some time in Wrightsville, Georgia, and it's the home of Herschel Walker. It's this small, small town. It's a county school, Johnson County Schools. Um, and there are a ton of little towns like that and a ton of little town, uh, county schools that produce tons of talent. There is just so much talent across that state. It's just hard to ignore. Uh, and Arkansas isn't. I mean, it, it really feels like there's – I mean, they've recruited Texas, obviously. There's definitely an emphasis in Texas. But it feels like next to Arkansas, maybe Georgia is is the, the place. I think Arkansas has got, what, two commitments out of Georgia right now, Christian Ford and Carson Dean? I think that's I think that's everybody. Now they you know, there's other guys like Marcus Deal who would be a huge get, number fifty three ranked player in the country, a defensive lineman out of the state of Texas. But when you start talking about Georgia, Stephen Johnson out of Fayetteville, Georgia, Everett Russell out of Ellenwood, Georgia, Ian Giffrard out of Mableton, Georgia. I mean it kinda goes on and on. Eagles Landing, McDonough, Georgia, R. J. Johnson. Um I think that's everybody, but I mean, well, Malachi Singleton. I can't forget about Malachi Singleton, the quarterback uh, out of Georgia, and I, I don't know that they're done in that state. Uh, that it just they've produced a ton of talent over there, uh, even per capita. They, you know, it's a big state, but they produce a ton of talent per capita, also. Uh, so they've got connections there with Pittman, obviously, and uh, you know Jimmy Smith, especially. Jimmy Smith has a ton of connections there. And um, Scott Fountain also. Scott Fountain's got a ton of, of connections to that area, and they're definitely exploiting it. I keep looking at Ian Giffard. I mean, it's going to be a tough name to say. There's got to yeah. be an easier way to say it, Trey. Yeah, it reminds me a little of uh, the man. I don't know if you all ever saw The Man with Two Brains with Steve Martin, where his name was Dr. Hafard. Have hard. <laughs> Somebody out there I, knows that. Some I, that movie. I know about the movie. I Get never saw it, but I, I remember it. Yeah, but anyway, that's uh, it's. There's a sneaky R in there after G E F F R A R D. So it's it makes it kind of difficult. Jeff Rard, Jeff Rard. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a tough one. Wow. Okay. G E F F R A R. D. Yeah. Yeah. That's that sneaky R after the F that's going to trip everybody up. What about Mark? You mentioned just kind of in passing 
Uh, Danny's got him hot on the um, big red board. Marcus Deal, when do you think that's uh, – when is that deal going to happen? Well, he's got some visits remaining. Uh, so, um, I mean, I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't know when he's exactly going to commit, but uh, he's got visits coming up to um, – Oh, I can't remember the two schools he's got left, but he's already visited USC and TCU, and then of course Arkansas this weekend. Um, he's out of Garland, Texas, as I mentioned, six four, two hundred ninety pound defensive lineman, twenty four seven sports has him number fifty seven prospect nationally, number thirteen overall in Texas. Uh, so he's he's big time, um, but he's just he's. We'll see what happens. Um, Right now, I mean, on 24-7, Arkansas isn't even listed as one of the warm schools. It's Texas, USC, TCU. That seems to be where a lot of people think he's going. But um, Arkansas likes where they stand right now from what we hear. Yeah, because, again, on on, uh, the big red board, Danny's got him as hot. hot. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hot normally means they're about ready to do the deal. Yeah. But – Anyway, I see where Stan's on here. Stan on the big red board. I didn't know Stan. I thought Stan was more of a all-around athlete, as uh, since he loves these um, dual-threat quarterbacks. And I'm Stan coming on. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Stantavius Smith is on here, and I was just shortening it to uh, Stan. So no, just kidding. Uh, I got this message, by the way, Rick. Uh, from uh, our friend Chris Babb talking about Wes Johnson. Yeah. Uh, This was by Dan Hayes off of MLB um, on Twitter. says, Wes Johnson said this was a family decision. More time at home. Cited his 12-year-old daughter wanting to be around. He said this would actually qualify as a slight pay cut and definitely not the $750,000 we initially heard. Also makes sense why he never asked for more money from the twins. I see. Well, that's good. Well, he is a family guy. Uh, I'll just say up front, uh, I see him at church when he's in town. We go to the same church together. He's a a strong believer. I know his family must miss him when he's gone that long. No pitching coach – has ever gone straight from college baseball to the major leagues before that. Uh, and so that's pretty amazing. And there he's been with two division winners. Last year wasn't so good, but this year they're back in first place again. So I, can, I get that because even with recruiting in college, you don't play every day. They play 162 games, and his wife and uh, family still live in Fayetteville. So I, I get it. Unfortunately, that means they're going to live in Baton Rouge. Uh. Yeah. I guess that means he'll also give give up his off-season home in Fayetteville then. I guess he probably will because his whole season will be in at LSU. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, Trey, there was a four-star athlete out of Melbourne, Florida, Robert Stafford. Sounds like his visit went extremely well, but I don't – in reading this story, I don't think there is a timeline on when he is expected to uh, make a decision. No, I don't think there's a timeline on him. He's a big kid, though. Um, yeah, probably uh, 
could play a lot of different positions. But um, I think Dan, I think he's the one that Danny said, um, like kind of said, this is home <laughs> to yeah. him when yeah. he visited. Yeah, Felt so that's yeah. that's usually when you read between the lines on on stuff when somebody calls the place that they're visiting home. Um, that's that's definitely a key to to watch out for them. So this kind of parallels with um, this question from our Azure Record Service company live in feedback. Ronnie says, question for Trey. Trey, just how good is this defense going to be? I'm so excited. I think I may put my 401K, what's left of it, uh, on Arkansas. <laughs> That's true. Over seven and a half wins. I'm afraid to look at my 401k, but anyway. Yeah, I, I I can't even look at the I can't even look at the market right now, but um, yeah, I uh, I uh, I got hung up on the 401k, but uh, yeah, the uh, the the defense has a chance I think to be really good. I I would have concerns still about the interior defensive line just from a depth standpoint because there's. You know, there's some unknowns. You know, we don't know how good Joseph is going to be. We don't know how good Hampton's going to be. Uh, when's Torian Carter going to be able to come back? Is he even going to be effective if he's able to come back? That's probably one position you didn't need an injury. How big of a jump does Cam Ball make from year one to year two? You know, uh, that would be the area that I would say I have a bit of concern in, especially if they want to be able to run some more four-man front. And I think that they want to be able to do that. Um, and, you know, I think there's some possibilities. They could look at sliding Eric Gregory inside uh, when they want to go four-man front because he's over 300 pounds as a defensive end right now anyway. Um, so maybe that's a possibility to help them do that some more. But I still think we're going to see majority 3-2-6. I really like the secondary. I, I really think that they have a lot of ability. Um, and some key, you know, some key additions that they got in the offseason too, I think, of – have been really big for them with the, the transfer portal. Linebacker probably not as deep as you would want it to be. I think you feel good about those first three, although Chris Paul is still a mystery. I just think that he has a lot of potential. I think he's going to probably end up being a good player for him just from talking to him, his demeanor, and what the coaches say about him, watching him in practice and stuff. So I, I think that they have a chance to be uh, a really good defense, really solid overall. I think they've been, what, middle of the pack last year? Well, maybe a little bit better than middle of the pack, wouldn't you say, when you mm-hmm. think about, you know, yards allowed and, and points allowed and stuff. Um, so if they can keep that up, maybe even be a little bit better, you know, I think that's a possibility. You also get, you know, Jalen Catalan. You know, Jalen Catalan, for the games that he was available, really only about two of them was he really the Jalen Catalan we remember. So, you know, in a sense, you know, you can't say he's coming back from last year's defense because he really wasn't that much a part of it, even when – you know, those last four games that he played, um, he was just injured and just wasn't the same guy. So uh, getting him back, plus adding Dwight McLaughlin, Latavius Brini, Drew Sanders, uh, Terry Hampton, Landon Jackson, um, oh, the defensive end out of Georgia Tech, I'm spacing on his name, um, Jordan Dominic. Uh, you know, those are, those are some pretty big-time additions. So it, it is interesting to see how – these guys mesh with everybody else because that's a lot of guys, a lot of new faces that you're asking to come in and contribute right away. And each one of them were, were really highly coveted in the transfer market. I don't know if you saw this today or not, but the um, AL.com 
had their 2022 preseason All-SEC team as selected by the league's 14 football information directors. Uh, No surprise at quarterback, that was Bryce Young out of Alabama. But making first team from Arkansas was Ricky Stromberg. I think he's going to make everybody's team. It wouldn't surprise me, Trey, see Ricky now on some preseason All-American list. Uh, Mm -hmm. First team defense. Uh, You talked a few moments ago how thin Arkansas may be at linebacker. Well, they consider Bumper Pool to be at least first team preseason at linebacker. Then on second team, uh, Catalan made that list. And also on second team as a specialist was Cam Little. Hard to believe mm-hmm. somebody else could be better than Cam Little was considering the kind of season that he had a year ago. But nevertheless. Um, There's probably that he was a freshman last year, played some role into it, you know, versus an older guy. But, you know, this kind of brings up something interesting, too, because this it's not all SEC, but who's Sam Pittman taking with him to Atlanta? Mm, great Remember question. Last, last year it was only two, I believe. Well, I think they, take, they took it. KJ Jefferson. I, I, don't, I say that too. To. He doesn't have to, but he should. I mean, he's probably Jefferson. Likely, we don't know, but it's like this is likely as last year, and he's his star quarterback. Mm-hmm. How can you not take him? I mean, if his right? name's been mentioned well, in preseason Heisman yeah, Trophy, absolutely. So far, Pittman has just taken seniors. Wow. Well, I got to believe he'll take K.J. Jefferson. I am not a fan of that policy, and a lot of coaches do that. And there's very few things that Pittman does that I'm not a fan of. But I'm just not – and Brett Bielema did it too. I'm just not a fan of that policy. It is media day. We need to talk to the the people that represent the program the best from a star standpoint. Last year, we should have talked to Traylon Burks at SEC Media Day. And that was his last year. So you don't, yep. you never get him at media days. Yeah. All right. I think I can name two of them real quick: Ricky Stromberg and Bumper, Bumper Pool. Yep. Yeah. I think Bumper there's Pool, two of them right there. Senior. Well, Bumper but, Pool deserves to go, but I would, I'm not, I don't know that it's 100. percent I don't know it's 100. percent Ricky Stromberg goes. He is a senior, I guess. That's right. Uh, Dalton Wagner could go. Dalton Wagner came back for another year. Uh, I think, I think Stromberg makes sense. I think that Bumper Pool makes sense, and KJ. I think, you've got to bring, I think you yeah. have to bring K.J. Jefferson. You only bring two, right? Is that right? Well, I think they'll probably I'm, – I'm thinking they'll go back to three this year. I think that was maybe a COVID measure. Three, then, then you could take those three you just mentioned, and maybe you don't take Jalen Catalan because he didn't play as much last year, but he's another if guy t- that could be a first-round draft pick. Right. If you take two, then I think it's Bumper Pool and K.J. Yeah. Unless, unless he sticks to the senior deal. And maybe that's just been coincidental. I don't know, but I want to talk to your star. I want to talk to everybody's star players. That's right. Well, that'd be the okay for for Tennessee. And the only reason why I'm bringing this up because he's expected to be their stud player this year, Hendon Hooker. He's the uh, second team uh, preseason All SEC quarterback in behind Bryce Young, but he is a senior. But you would expect him to be there just as you'd expect kj jefferson regardless if he's a junior he should be going as your starting quarterback yep yep you got a returning starting quarterback who's good then bring him 
Brady. I'm not a fan, however, of bringing your starting quarterback when he hasn't started a game, which some coaches have done, and I don't think that mm-hmm. ever has turned out well for any of those coaches. All right, we're going to try to squeeze David in real quick. David, good afternoon. You have a quick question for Trey. Uh, no, sir, it's not really a question. It's just a statement. Uh, let me okay. slow down here. I'm on the back trail. Uh, uh, Trey, uh, for mm-hmm. a long time I've been wanting to tell you thank you. And as, as an old fella up in my 60s, uh, I'm very sincere about this. Back uh, the, the, the year that the Razorback football uh, program completely fell apart, uh, I watched your video after the game, and you told everyone why it had just fell apart and what had just happened. And in your situation, it is very hard to do that because you have to observe a certain protocol. And I would just like to tell you how much admiration I have for you, sir, for having the courage to say exactly what was going on when hardly anyone... Thank you, David. 